Hey, I'm Erica, a single plus-size Jill of all trades in Atlanta, and you're listening to Brown Sugar Diaries, my voice diary, where I discuss my love life, or lack thereof, my journey through self-discovery and growth, and everything else I should probably write down, but it feels better to talk this shit out. Thanks for tuning in. A quick note before we start, in case the title doesn't give it away, this is a personal voice diary, which means this podcast will contain explicit language. I feel free to express myself on this platform and in this vein. You've been advised. Brown Sugar Diaries starts now. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Brown Sugar Diaries. I'm so sorry I didn't give y'all an episode last week. I was in Gatlinburg, Tennessee <laughs> for um, my sister's birthday. Her birthday was last Tuesday, so we spent the week in the cabins. It was absolutely divine. Um, I honestly didn't think to like pre-record an episode. I'm so sorry. I didn't even make an announcement and say that the 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 uh, podcast is gonna be back this Friday. I didn't do nothing. I'm sorry. I just I took this unplug and unwind shit to a whole new level, and for that I apologize. Please, please, please forgive me. But so let me start with um, Gallenberg was amazing. Um, I remember going as a child. Uh, with a church group, you know how church ships go. You can't really do much of what you want to do, so the trip is less impactful. <laughs> Meaning, you don't remember anything when you go back later. Um, I don't even remember possibly like going through the Smoky Mountains. I don't remember. I don't remember any of that, and it's probably because I was with the church group, mind you. None of the people in my church group were, like, bad, or I, they probably were annoying, um, which is probably why I didn't, like, internalize a whole bunch of stuff, but I really don't remember the trip to Gatlinburg as a child, um, but I remember being there, and there were certain things I kind of remember, uh, it's really vague, it's very, very vague, I don't remember I remember walking. I remember being lost. And I remember my godmom finally finding me. And she was like freaking out. And I was calm. Like I was like, okay, well, you know, for me it was peace. Like I get to be by myself. I don't have to be with a group. I don't have to hear you cackling ass girls. Um, but she was freaking out because I don't think mom I don't think either of my parents were there or either of my brothers were there. So she I guess maybe she had made herself responsible for me. I don't know. But um, I do remember, like, not even being lost, just separating from the group. Um, and I was with a group of girls who, like, I, y'all, I was that kid in, in church and just in general who, like, I was cool minding my business. Like, I didn't need to be in the, in y'all's conversation. I didn't need, I didn't, probably didn't like them girls that way. So I do, I do remember going to the bathroom. And I was the last one to go. And when I came out, they were gone. 
And when I finally got back, when she, my godmom found me, we got back with the rest of the group. They were just kind of like cackling or whatever. So I was just like, I was fine. Y'all were the ones concerned. I was not. Um, but I don't really, I, going back as an adult, I don't really remember a lot. Um, probably because, I, like I said, I didn't really get to really enjoy that trip as a child because I was with the church group. Like, I mean, yeah, you can only do so much. But boy, as an adult, I enjoyed the shit out of Gatlinburg <laughs> and plan to enjoy some more. <laughs> um, we got there on Monday. Um, Monday was absolutely travel day. Um, I beat her to the cabin, so we made like a grocery list. She was picking up groceries. She did a, a grocery pickup order, which was disastrous, by the way. Um, I didn't even consider that it's such a touristy um city, and people go here to really like lock themselves in cabins so they get their groceries, go up the mountain, and they don't come down. So there's a lot of pickup orders and whatever from the grocery stores. And, um, that was a mess. Y'all, it was a big mess. Um, Tuesday was her actual birthday. Um, we didn't do, we didn't leave the cabin because going, in, getting up to the cabin up the mountain, you expect twists and turns and winding roads and steep hills. The anxiety came <laughs> at certain, uh, points of going up the mountain where, you just literally didn't know if your damn transmission was going to fall the fuck out. That was the anxiety. Um, and then, like I said, I beat her to the cabin. So, after being fearful of the damn transmission falling out, you get to the driveway of the cabin. And it's a very quick right, right turn. But you can't see a goddamn thing. You literally cannot see a damn thing going into that driveway. I could not see over my car. I am taller than my car by like two inches. I could not see over the hood of my car. And I called her and I was like, bitch, I can't see none of this. So I FaceTimed her. She saw it. She was like, oh shit. I was like, exactly. So, I just, you know, said, fuck it, faced my fears and got down the driveway. Back then, got my shit in. You know, was taking my shit out of my car. Well, on one of the final trips, a bear was at the damn door. <laughs> Keep in mind, she was on the phone this whole time as I'm getting stuff in. Um, at this time, when the bear was at the door, she was on hold. So I'm, you know, opening and closing the door. I'm adhering to the rules of being in this particular cabin of locking the doors because bears know how to open the door. So I'm just locking the door just in case as I'm going in and out because I don't want them to, you know, open the door and think some shit in there. Though there's no food in there. They said, don't leave food in your car. Lock your doors. So as I'm going in and out, I'm locking my doors, all that kind of stuff. There's no food in my car. None whatsoever. So... I come out and there's a bear on the steps of the cabin at the front door. 
And like I said, she's on the phone, but I'm on hold, so she can't hear anything I'm saying. I'm like, I'm literally saying, bitch, is the bed at the door. Bitch, is the motherfucking bed at the motherfucking door. Bitch, is it, it is a bear at the door. <laughs> like, she hears none of this. I'm literally talking to myself at this point. So, I waited. I closed the door back. And I waited until I could see him in the driveway, which was, you know, a couple a couple feet from the front door. And then I opened the door and I started recording him. And he, like, looked back at me like, what's it, what, girl? I was just trying to see what you was doing. I didn't want nothing. I was just trying to say, hey, hey, welcome to New Neighbors. But, y'all, it was more so shock than honestly, honestly, fear. I wasn't afraid. I was just shocked as shit. I wasn't expecting it. So, um, I come back out. I'm getting the rest of my stuff in. And I'm like, there's a bear. There's a bear. I talked to my mom. And she's cackling. And it's always funny when I tell people stuff. They be cracking up at me. But I be dead serious. So, my mom was cackling at how I'm recounting the story. And um, she's like, that's a jazz get. <laughs> because I didn't really tell my mama that I was going to Gallenberg until the last minute. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah, this is bed at the door. So then she finally gets to the cabin. Um, and she has a damn whole panic anxiety attack because, you know, of the driveway. Like, her hands were trembling like trembling so the way we had to do it was i got out i got came out of the cabin i moved my car um right between like the banister and the sign for the cabin and let her pull into the little driveway turnaround because both of our vehicles weren't gonna fit in that spot but i had to guide her down the driveway and um like that that I can understand why it's anxious when she drives a RAV four and that's a much taller truck than my Jeep Compass. So if she if I can't see over my over the hood of my car, she couldn't see over the hood of her car. That should tell you how steep that driveway was. Neither of us could see over the hood of our cars. So she gets in, I got her in. She backs her truck in. I got her into backing it in because because the driveway is on such a decline. You, even when you're putting your vehicle in reverse, you got to be quick with your footwork because that car will roll into the trees, ultimately off the side of a mountain. <laughs> so, like even when I was backing my car in, it was like a, a it was preparatory work that I had to do so I'm like okay I got my foot on the brake one two three go and bagged it in so it's a lot of it's a lot of motivation got to be quiet no don't need any distractions and whatever and um as we were getting her stuff in um I had I think I had maybe like two hours of like downtime um before she got there um so we got her stuff in and saw another bear <laughs> as we were getting her stuff in. So it's just been super crazy with all these damn bears stopping by. 
trying to see what's going on, which is cool. You know, it's kind of what we signed up to be in their habitat. You know, we expect to see bears. Um, We got her stuff in and like she was so anxious. It took her a while to calm down from coming up the mountain and coming down the down the um the driveway and keep in mind we came in two separate ways it took me more so like the the guardrail mountain kind of way the way that her gps brought her in um brought her through a, a far less safe um if you one false move when you off the side of the mountain kind of kind of way so um the anxiety from that was a bit much um but tuesday her birthday we stayed in the in the cabin because i mean who really wants to go down and face their damn driveway again but anyway you know so wednesday we got up we went and uh did some stuff walked around in the city and it's it's so beautiful i promise there's a point to this episode it's so beautiful guys that um it kind of reminds me of like the Grinch, like being in the mountain. It kind of reminds me of the Grinch because we were we weren't like ten miles up. We were maybe like five or six miles up the mountain, um, high enough to get a beautiful view of the city. We had a view of the Sky Tram. We had a nice little view of the sunset. Like we could see the city lights. We could see stuff. But what really stood out to me is kind of like like I said being in the Grinch, like how the Grinch was on top of the mountain, but he could hear the Who's singing in Whoville. So when we were leaving on Wednesday, you could hear the city stirring. You could hear, you know, the people out walking around and all that kind of stuff. So we get down the mountain. It takes her down the the unsafe-ass way that it brought her up. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with your GPS? Because that bitch lives on the edge. (laughs) But, um, went that way, got down, and, um, no, that might have been Thursday. We got down the mountain, and we, it's a parking walk situation in Gatlinburg. So, you park your car in one of the parking lots, and then you walk every damn way. Um, so we went walking, sampling shit, and we sampled moonshine. That's fucking amazing. Sample like 13 shots of moonshine for $5. And each jar that you sample, um, if you want to purchase the... Yeah, if you want to purchase it, $25. But if you have more wristbands, um, they give you a wristband. So it's $5, of course, per wristband. So when you go to check out, if you give them those wristbands... Um, It takes like, so we was two of us, so it takes like $10 off your purchase. So we went back the next day and we got two more wristbands. And so that was a total of $20 applied to her um, purchase total. I didn't purchase any. Um, Because, no. Um, But she purchased some for her brother and some other people. Um, So that was $20 off. Plus, they were running a special. Like, you, you get something free. Buy however many, and you get something free. But we had fun. We tasted wine. We went to Cafe 420 twice. 
Um, guys, I smoke weed for the first time. I have never smoked weed. I'm an edible chick, so I have never smoked weed. But I smoke weed for the first time. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was shocked at myself. Um, it was interesting. I've never smoked weed before. I'm not even quite sure I did it right. But I think I did. But yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. It was very interesting. Um, We got edibles, but they didn't. Absolutely nothing. It was a waste of time. Um, But we had fun. The The wine sampling was actually pretty good. We couldn't go back and get any wine because their card reader was dead or dying or something. Um, neither of us had cash. Um, but it was super fun. We went to the aquarium. We went to, um, this 5D moving theater, um, which I felt like a kid again. I felt like such a kid. We went to the haunted house, which, let me tell you about these bitches at the haunted house, okay? So, there was, we, we were the two black girls in a group of white people. Okay, okay. No shade, white people, because I know white people listening. But when it comes to shit like this, white people either going to be scary or they're going to be fearless. So there was this group of friends. I think it was like maybe three or four of them. Maybe three. Maybe, yeah, four. Four, four, four. Two guys and two girls. So at first when we were going in, there was a girl at the front of the line. When we were going um, to the start of the haunted house the first room so in the first room they tell you that this is the only time you can turn around this is where you can turn around um it's basically the introduction you know telling you what you're about to get into so we get to we get up these stairs what first of all a bitch was almost out of breath walking up the stairs to get there okay let's start there um, we're getting up there, we're in the room, it's like caskets lining the wall and stuff in there. And there's a couple, so there's the four white people in front of me, four young people in front of, in front of Sissy. There's Sissy, there's me, and then there's a white couple behind me. So the guy goes through the introduction, he does all of this, blah, 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 blah. And the girl is like linked, he's like, y'all better hold on to the people in front of you. Because if you get lost... You just lost because it gets dark. There's like the strobe lights and there were times where even a strobe light, like you cannot see anything. So you literally going to have to feel and find your way through. So hold on to the person in front of you so you don't get lost. I felt the girl behind me. I had my backpack on. So I felt the girl behind me grab my backpack. I'm like, okay, she good. I'm not at the end. Because the last time I was at the end, of a damn uh in a haunted house i fought okay and got lost from the group got separated from the group so yeah they put my ass out of there but anyway we'll talk about that later um next thing i know i don't feel this grip on my backpack anymore all i heard was yeah we're gonna go bitch what where the fuck are you going? Where are y'all going? What are y'all doing? I don't want to be at the end. 
I started to be like, yeah, we're going to head out soon because I'm not going to be in the back. I'm not doing that. I am not the tail of a line. I am the 12. I don't do this. Child, I was like, all right, fuck it. We're going to go through and we're going we're gonna to contain our fears. So basically the man, he gave us a clue. And I don't know if he realized it, but it's, it's specifically he gave me a clue because he was like, if you scream, then they'll they'll, you know, aim to scare you even more. So we getting through, I'm in the bag. Sissy's like, y'all ready? Y'all ready? I was like, ain't no y'all, bitch. It's just me. She was like, damn, they left you? And I was like, yes, bitch, they left me in the back. <laughs> so we start to go through. And so far, you know, in the beginning, of course, it wasn't so bad. It's like, oh, okay, cool. This is all it is. You know, no big deal. But then we keep going through and she gets dark. We keep going through and... Stuff start moving and we don't need it to. We keep going through and like stuff starts shaking and stuff is falling. It just got real, real, real quick, right? No big deal. So we finally, we get through, get through, get through, get through. Um, We finally get on the elevator to exit. And again, I'm the last one to come out. I had a little, this little souvenir cup that I got at the aquarium. I'm so mad, y'all. I lost it. When we came out of this little tight space, very tight space, um, I lost it. As soon as we rounded this tight corner, I heard it fall. And I didn't, I didn't bother turning around and pick it up. I didn't care to. Um, but we got through that part. And as soon as we get on the elevator to exit, I, for whatever reason, turned around. And I saw somebody, like, creeping, crawling towards us. And I screamed and pushed them on the elevator. And so then there's a dummy floor. Like, you stop on this floor. And then, it, you know, if somebody jumps out and scares you. And then you finally get to the exit. Ciao. I had to pee after coming out of that haunted house. It was something awful. After then, we went back to sample some more moonshine. <laughs> and No, we did wine, and then we did moonshine. Yeah, we did wine and then moonshine. Um, we had fun. Like, the aquarium, we did some visits there. But... I... The point in all of this is I hope you can hear the excitement and the childlike excitement um, and just freedom and happiness in me telling this story, the adventure in me telling this story. I have not lived like that. In a long time. I have not. Turned off. All alarms. All. Distractions. um, In a very long time. My. um, My analytics on my phone's tells me you know how how much i've had my phone 
how much screen time I've had. I barely touched my phone um, that week. I barely, like, I think my screen time was down by, like, I don't know. I think I maybe used my phone maybe two hours a day. I don't know. I did not touch my phone. I slept. Got some of the best sleep I've gotten in a long time. I I ate, like, full meals instead of just snacking on stuff. I, I enjoyed the shit out of myself. I laughed, and I didn't care how loud or how how hard I didn't care I I just was I just was y'all like I enjoyed just being I enjoyed um being with my sister my best friend I enjoyed trying something new like y'all I smoked weed (laughs) I've never done that before um I I definitely enjoyed the peace of the view of the mountain. We did a tour of the Smoky Mountains um, that we didn't get to really finish. <laughs> um, I I enjoyed just being, and we decided then that we would make this an annual birthday trip for her. So next July we're gonna go back and see some more shit. We're gonna keep going back to Gallenberg until we get tired of going to Gallenberg. But. Like, I'm definitely looking forward to just being like, y'all, I haven't just lived. I'm I'm turning 30 next month. And I realize I haven't really celebrated my birthday in four years. I get to celebrate my birthday this year. I have no clue how, <laughs> but I'm going to celebrate it the best way that I can. I've realized that everything has been so business. Work, 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 work. Be somebody's doctor. Be somebody's doula. Be this, be that. Okay, I've done that. I've done that. I've met those goals. But what about me? And now I'm literally in this space. Where I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want to do. I don't know how. I'm going to figure it out though. But next year I'm going to Jamaica. I I want to go to the Bahamas. I want I want to travel. I have not traveled. For real. In so long. It's always school. It's always finances. It's always something. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to live my life because I'm realizing, oh, I wasn't trying to cry, that not realizing, I've realized, and it's truly um, hitting home for me, that life is so short. Life is short. And I don't want to die. Whether it's young or whether I'm 100 years old. With any regrets. I don't want to die. I don't want to leave here. I do not want to leave here. Without checking shit off my to-do list. I don't. So that means I got to get my shit together. I got to be more disciplined. I got to do what I got to do to make sure that my ass is still here. 
to do everything that I set out to do to fulfill every piece of purpose that I'm supposed to. And I pray that I don't leave here before my work is done. That's the goal, is to not leave here before my work is done. Life is short, y'all. Live. Like, I always see the tweets and memes and stuff about take that PTO because that job don't care nothing about you. Take that time, y'all. Take the time. Get better about your finances so you don't have to worry about how you're going to do X, Y, or Z. Do what makes you happy. If traveling makes you happy, if if starting a business doing, if you know you got a gift and and it's been on your heart to do what you got to do to make this this gift into a business or however, let it make room for you. However, it needs to make room for you. But don't live here. Don't die in a don't live in a box and die in a box too. Spread your wings, fly, do some shit that scares you. I don't give a fuck. Do it, do it unprepared, do it ill-prepared, do it scared, do it if your voice shakes, do it if your voice trembles, do it if your hands shake. Do it. Live your life. It's the only one you got. I always made a vow to myself that I wouldn't wait until I turned 30 to really live. And damn it, I've done it. (laughs) Damn near 30 and really just... Like devoted most of my all of my twenties to to business to achieving goals to you know medical school to trying to be you know being somebody's doctor to trying to I've done that now it's time to live it's time to live and keep achieving my goals <laughs> live and keep achieving your goals we gotta take care of ourselves y'all. We got to treat ourselves better. All right, let's get into this spoonful of sugar. Y'all have made me emotional. I'm so emotional. The spoonful of sugar segment is inspired by the Mary Poppins phrase, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. In this segment, I give an inspirational quote or piece of encouragement because sometimes we just need a little pick-me-up or in this case, a spoonful of sugar to make a tough, unpleasant situation or hard pill to swallow just a little bit sweeter. social media i don't believe you are you need to fix that go on instagram and follow me at brown sugar diaries go on twitter at brwn sugar diaries go on facebook brown sugar diaries podcast you can even send me an email boo brown sugar diaries podcast at gmail.com and go on the website brown sugar diaries.com and read my diary okay there's a lot of good tea in there but anyway, make sure you rate, review, like, share, and subscribe. Share with your mama, nanny, cousin, and your baby daddy now. And make sure we get this thing popping. Okay? Okay. Y'all play nice now.
more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.